All right, guys, welcome in today's episode of Locked On SEC Podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Blake Lovell, and on today's episode of the podcast, the conversation with Ole Miss head coach Kermit Davis. Uh, once again, this is an interview we did on the National College Basketball Podcast I host, Marching to Madness. Uh, we had him on and talked about a variety of things here uh, in what has been a, a very unique offseason, not just for college basketball coaches, but uh, for coaches in all sports, uh, based on what is going on around the world right now. And so we caught up with him uh, to talk about that, uh, how he and his staff have really approached this offseason. Uh, you know, we've talked to other coaches. We had Eric Musselman on earlier in the week uh, from Arkansas and, you know, how they approached it as a staff. And Kermit Davis talked about, you know, what the Ole Miss staff is trying to do as well uh, in terms of approaching this situation because uh, it is something where everyone uh, is having to, to change the way, you know, they communicate with players. And we heard John Calipari talk about that uh, in his press conference early in the week as well. Um, and so he went into that, you know, the different ways that they're communicating with their players, uh, how they're communicating with their staff, uh, doing different, you know, ideas to be able to do that, whether it's, you know, having phone calls, video uh, calls, all types of stuff. Uh, so we talked a bit about that. And uh, also the, the main topic we've been talking about really this week on the podcast is the NBA draft process and how it's going to impact college basketball and and I thought he had some really uh, good insight into that based on you know what the potential changes could be not just for the players uh, that could be considered you know second round type of picks uh, but for some of these seniors in SEC basketball that have aspirations to play in the NBA and to play potentially overseas and I thought he brought up some good points on on what things could look like uh, especially with the unknowns based on professional basketball overseas. So we talked about that um, and uh, went into the transfer situation, uh, another topic that everyone's uh, you know discussing right now and how there could certainly be an increase in transfers this offseason because coaches don't have uh, that face-to-face contact. They're not able to have the, you know, their end-of-scenes and meetings with teams. Um, you know, Players aren't in at school, um, and so that could potentially lead to more transfers. And so he shared his thoughts on that. Um, and just, just kind of reflecting uh, on the season, Brian Tyree uh, you know, became one of the best guards in the country. We talked a bit about him uh, and the other players uh, that, that developed around him and what the expectations are heading into next season. And uh, we went into a couple of other different items uh, looking at uh, Kermit Davis's uh, favorite TV show and uh, movie as uh, he uh, was one of the ones that that uh, sent in his uh, selections uh, for Jeff Goodman's uh, big list of coaches in college basketball who all uh, shared their favorite TV show uh, and movie with him. And uh, so we we went into that uh, with Kermit Davis about uh, why he selected his particular choices. And we discussed, um, you know, an Ole Miss manager, Gray Spencer, was in a serious car accident uh, about a week and a half ago. And uh, Kermit Davis gave an update on him, uh, which seems to be a positive one uh, right now. So lots of different things we discussed uh, always a great conversation with him uh, someone you know as we say we, we talk about coaches and uh, Kermit Davis is someone that, that's going to tell it like it is and um, you know I've always appreciated that about him you know obviously he was um, at Middle Tennessee you know I'm in Nashville and so uh, he was at Middle Tennessee uh, for many years and got a chance to, to interact with him and, uh, you know, just someone that, that's uh, one of the genuine ones in the game and uh, just a great person and great to catch up with. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into the conversation with Ole Miss head coach Kermit Davis. 
All right, guys, welcome back to the Marching to Madness podcast. We're excited to welcome back Ole Miss head coach Kermit Davis. And uh, coach, uh, first time catching up with you here since, uh, I guess, these very unique uh, situation we're all in right now. And uh, I know we were all excited here at the, the SEC tournament in Nashville a couple weeks ago and uh, getting ready for, for the madness in March. But uh, things have kind of gone the other way. Um, I guess, you know, for you, what has it been like just to, to sort of, I guess, get acclimated? I know for you, your staff, your family – um, it, like we said, it's sort of a unique time right now. It is. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're in our world of basketball or your world or my, my good buddies' worlds and different types of businesses and all walks of life. I mean, everybody's just still trying to figure out there's just so much unknown, you know, and I was going to visit with my AD today a little bit later and, and kind of get on a call and just kind of see if cause I know they're having conference calls with the SEC every day. And, and I think everybody's waiting for timelines, you know, like, Okay, what's what's the timeline? Are they going to do this? What's the timeline of it? Guys getting to come back? What's the timeline of, you know? So it's just, and I think it's just still unknown. And uh, but we're doing a lot of virtual Zoom staff meetings, tons of of calling with, uh, you know, your twenties and then twenty ones, and maybe some guys who've gotten in the into the transfer portal, uh, trying to stay on top of our guys' academics as much as possible. You know, doing a lot of uh, Zoom tutoring. So that that's at the kind of the forefront, and just making sure that your your players are well and and safe, and you kind of emphasize all the social distancing with them, and then uh, and then trying to stay out of my wife's way, you know. That's, that's, <laughs> you know my daughter's still living there. She goes, Mom, when's this guy going recruiting again? Like, you got to get out. Of here. <laughs> so, so my father was happening. If we ever had a date about retirement after being home this long, I think our retirement dates are getting pushed back a little bit, a little bit longer than what than what we thought at one time, guys. Coming up, uh, we dive into the NBA draft process and get Kermit Davis's thoughts on uh, what that could look like and uh, the transfer situation in college basketball and why uh, that could also look a bit different uh, in what's been an, an unprecedented offseason uh, in the sport. So we'll get into that coming up here on the Locked On SEC podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that's what a lot of uh, – I think Dane O'Neill had a great article in the Athletic uh, interviewing some of the wives of coaches, and I think uh, SEC-wise, I think uh, Eric Musselman, Tom Green, their wives were basically saying we need to get them out of the house. Um, so I guess yeah. that's the same all the way around. But, uh, Coach, you know, when we look ahead, and we've talked to different guys about this, and I know it's different, you know, for every team, but – Everybody keeps talking about, you know, what this impact could be on college basketball in terms of like the NBA draft process, which you're someone who's coached for many years. You, you know, kind of that that process changes every year in a season like this, you know, or in an off season, I guess, like this. Do, do you sense that, that maybe these potential changes to the NBA draft, you know, for college basketball wise, you could see a lot more of these guys maybe that we thought were, were going to be second round type of picks, maybe guys who were going to go play overseas do you sense that maybe there could be a shift to where guys like that come back just because there there are so many unknowns probably with everything right now? Yeah, I mean, there's no question about that. I, we had that meeting, uh, just a, it came up, we met about an hour just virtually with our staff this morning, and, and that came up, you know, and, and just, like, we only had one senior, and we had a maybe a, a guy or two that would have, you know, they can still go through the evaluation process. You know, yep. April 16th, the last day that you, you know, and, and like last year we had Schuler and Brian Tyree do that, and then they get – so you can still get that feedback because your body of work is there. You know, you played in these 30 games, and, and you can do that. And then those guys, obviously, you know the rules and make a decision. Well, it's okay. Just take like Brian Tyree, a senior. 
he's one of those guys that you looked at it right now, mid, second round pick, late. You know, he's one of those guys being talked about like that, like Terrence Davis was last year. Yeah. But, you know, now Portsmouth is canceled. Uh, there's no NBA workouts, as you know. So it's going to be, he's got a body of work now. And in the SEC, it's a good body of work, but he can't go and just maybe, you know, maybe just bam, you know, hit a guy and they, they love him in his interview. They watch him on the court. They deal with him personally when they coach him. And they say, yeah, that guy's a great fit. And, uh, and there's going to be no, you know, pre-draft, no G League pre-draft, no summer league, it doesn't sound like. Uh, so now that, you know, that's, that's tough for seniors. But now, it's, you know, you look at underclassmen, there's no doubt. I mean, and then, and then what I talk to about it, just think about guys, the uncertainty in European basketball next year. Yeah. I mean, think about it. I mean, those clubs yeah. are taking financial hits. They're no different than than all you know than people around the country with businesses. And so now, are they going to pay these Americans to come over to Europe in certain places? Are they going to really try to say, okay, we got to try to tighten our pocketbooks and go with our country guys? You know. And so you may see, you know, a real more stricter. There's not going to be as many overseas jobs. And you start saying that. I mean, I'm telling you, if I was an underclassman and I didn't really, I, I'm coming back. You know, I'm coming back to try to get certainty and try to get some normalcy next spring. Yeah, easily, Coach, easily right there. I, I was wondering about, you know, the transfer portal with COVID-19, uh, where we are right now in that landscape. Do you think we may see even more players go into the transfer portal? No doubt. No no question, yeah. because like, i tell you what happens, guys, and, and we, we all, you go through long seasons, okay? I mean, they're long seasons, and, and guys are getting coached directly and coached hard and, you know, and then, and, and, you know, and you, you, you go through it. And then what happens, they, those guys usually we take a week off. Everybody's take a week. And then you get back and you start having individual meetings and individual workouts. You start getting your hands back on them. And, and it's not really, but you kind of re-recruit guys. You know, you kind of mm-hmm. get back. But it's, it's a long season and the roles get defined. And, and maybe guys didn't have the season they wanted to. But then you can get back and start working with them and showing them tape. And, but now everybody's out. So you don't have that period of kind of getting re, re you know, uh, reacclimated with, with your guys a little more personal, you know, that than you did, and and so I think now that it's out, and I do, I think there's going to be more guys in, in the portal because of that. Coach, uh, we mentioned Bree and Tyree a bit earlier, and, and you know what what the possibilities are for him now moving forward in his basketball career, but just his impact on Ole Miss basketball. I think that's something, like you said, he was the only senior on the roster, and and that gave a lot of guys on your team the opportunity to learn for what became you know not just one of the best guards in the SEC, but also in the country. Um, how do you feel like maybe just some of these other guys coming back, having played around him, having practiced with him, uh, like you said, I mean guys like Devontae, I know Jarkel Joyner was a guy who transferred in. Uh, how do you think guys like that are going to be able to benefit just from learning from Brian Tyree? Yeah, you know, they watch, they watch Terrence Davis, you know, obviously. They watch yep. uh, Brian. And, and our season didn't end like we wanted to, you know. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought we were probably five or six possessions away from kind of being exactly where we were the year before. But, you know, teams that kind of end up like us, that that's kind of what happens. You know, and we couldn't close games out. But I hope they, 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 they watch Brian, his work ethic, uh, how much basketball means to him. And, uh, and you hope some of those guys, like you just said, that are coming back, you know, Jar Kelly set out or Devontae and Austin Crowley and, and those guys. And, and but now I think they feel a, a sense of this is their team and I hope that they'll take ownership once we can all get back at some point. But you know what I think right now, guys, I think right now, I know it's 
you're going to have to be so creative if you're a player at home. Okay, gyms mm-hmm. are closed. But I do think I think you're going to see in the next two months, whether it's an influx and we're not back on our campuses, you're going to see guys pass other guys in college basketball and probably even the NBA. You know, I was looking at Terrence Davis. He had a deal on Instagram. He's in Toronto. He's on the balcony of his high-rise apartment with all of his apparatuses. Sweating his <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He's got a dumbbell. And, uh, and like Jarkel Joyner, he sent me a deal. He's in his driveway with a kettlebell, a band, and some apparatus that he's using. I mean, mm. so you're going to have to get creative. You know, and are you just are you just okay? Feel sorry for me. I can't get in the gym, and I'm going to lay up, and I'll start back when it starts back. You know, so I just think you're going to see you real see the true poopers uh, and bowlers that are trying to get better. Those guys are going to take advantage. They're going to pass people. Yeah, I was going to ask you. You know, uh, since Brian was the only senior on your roster, you you're going to have a really good nucleus there. You know, starting with Shuler and KJ Buffin and Blake Henson uh, next season. Yeah, I, you know, I like, you know, we've always done well. I think everybody does when you have nucleus. we got 10 mm-hmm. guys coming back. You know, we've had a couple guys enter the transfer portal, and we supported that totally. Franco Miller and, and Carlos Curry, two great young men that, that redshirted their freshman year, Franco because of injury, and probably their roles weren't, you know, what they would like. And I just want those guys to go play and find a good spot and get a good role. And, uh, and so, but those other guys back, you know, we've got four starters and we've got some other guys that, you know, we love Matthew Morrell, the kid that we signed. We hope to add a couple of kids in the spring that can really come in and impact our team in a great way. Uh, but you know what, guys, I really think this, I think that maybe the, the teams that have a lot of good nucleus coming back, who knows, will we come back in, in June with our team? Maybe we'll we come back in July, we hope, or we're we going to come back in the fall. And so, you know, you, you, you may, the teams that had a good nucleus coming back may have a, an advantage, you know, just because of some less practice times that may be available. And then, and then I was looking, too. I saw you guys play here at Florida, and of course, the first night in Nashville. One kid that stood out, you know, just watching uh, at the naked eye was Austin Crowley. And then I know Sammy Hunter and Bryce Williams uh, were key uh, players off the bench. How how did you see them grow uh, through the course of the season? Yeah, um, you know, I, you know, I really I think high hopes for Austin. He just he's a strength. He got sick during the season, guys. He lost about eleven or twelve pounds, and he got down to one seventy eight, and he, he got his weight back up and started feeling better. And you know, we hope Austin can. Can just you know keep growing. One ninety eight, two hundred pounds. Very athletic. I think he'll make a good jump. Sammy Hunter had some moments, but wasn't as consistent. Has to get stronger. You know, lower body strength. Uh, Bryce Williams had some really good moments in our win against Penn State, and and some other wins. And you know, just stronger and decision making. So they're like a lot of guys. You know, obviously they, you know, they they benefit from being here for sure. You know, those mm-hmm. guys that could be in the weight room every day and doing all that, but that's that's not happening. Um, so, yeah, I think in all, in all good teams, you need those guys. We see it all the time, guys, that, okay, Austin Crowley averaged about four and a half, five points a game. Can he make a jump and go get 12 to 13 and six rebounds? You know, and now, and bam, really makes a huge jump from his freshman sophomore year. And so we all need, we all need that, and we need two or three guys like that on our team. 
Coming up, uh, we talk about Kermit Davis's favorite TV show and his favorite movie and why those are his particular choices. Uh, and an update, uh, as we mentioned earlier, on Ole Miss uh, student manager Gray Spencer, uh, who was in a, a serious car accident, and Kermit Davis uh, shares an update on that, as well as uh, one of his friends and someone that is well-known uh, in college basketball circles uh, who is uh, continuing to to have a battle uh, with the coronavirus, and we'll touch on those uh, coming up here on the Locked On SEC Podcast, part of Locked On Podcast Network. If you've been a listener to this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans, but you may not know that Locked On SEC is a great way for your local business to reach passionate SEC fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners, but not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. So if your company wants to connect with SEC fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses, so just text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who you are and we'll get our team to help your team achieve Locked On advertising success. Once again, just text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising and we look forward to hearing from you. All right, Coach, Jeff Goodman put out his uh, big list yesterday of what coaches around the country are watching on TV and their movies, and uh, your choices were The Voice and The Shawshank Redemption. Now, The Voice here, we've got to ask, I mean, were you thinking about, you know, being a singer uh, in your younger days, or uh, is that just something where you just want to watch someone else sing? (laughs) We we absolutely love music in our house. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you, we're we're one of these families with my daughter, Allie, you know, our special needs daughter Allie. She loves sure. to move the furniture. And we're we're one of those fans. We move the furniture around now. We put on the we put on everything, and we <laughs> haven't done great. it yet because we're keeping our social distancing. But yeah, we love the voice, and obviously Morgan Freeman. He comes to every time he's in town. He comes to our games. You know, at Ole Miss, he lives in Charleston, Mississippi. I've played golf with Morgan, and he comes and spends time with our team. He is a true Mississippi Southern charm, you know, and so we've gotten to be good buddies. And it's funny because he was my favorite actor way before. He's one of them guys who never made a bad movie. You know, he's yeah, he's right. kind of gold right. standard. And so he's he's cool. And, uh, yeah, I've watched Shawshank twice late night, you know. And so, uh, yeah, those two are our family. We, we love them. There you go. Coach, uh, on a more serious note here, just to, to wrap up, I know one, one of your managers, Gray Spencer, uh, was in a serious uh, car accident, uh, I think a little bit over a week and a half ago now. Um, I know that you guys have been putting out updates on your Twitter account and all that, and there's also a, a, a fundraiser, a GoFundMe, which we're going to put in our show notes. But uh, just wanted to check in on that. I know, uh, like I said, you guys have been posting updates. They seem to be more positive, uh, and things seem to at least be going on the right track there. Yeah, thank you so much for bringing that up. And uh, I'm going to give you another story, too, after this that kind of hits home. But Gray, he's one of the most selfless, tireless. You know, we all just love our manager, especially when you get good ones. And he's just a North Mississippi kid. He's coming back to Oxford just to gather his stuff, like a lot of students. You know, no one was fixed to be shut down. And this a really, really hard one-car accident. Was life-flighted back to Tupelo. He was in a fight for his life. And and then the boy's just gotten great care. He's worked. Uh, now he's conscious. He's starting to move extremities. He's, he's taking voice commands. He just made so much progress. And I know he's 
I know he's felt a lot of prayers around the country and around Mississippi, and uh, so it's it's great. And he really had a great report yesterday. We get him from his dad every day, Bob. So that's been good. And then we had another one, a great friend of all of ours, a guy named Maury Hanks. Uh, yeah, yeah. With the Pistons, Maury runs these. He runs probably as good a uh, exempt tournaments as anybody. We're going to Caymans next year with Maury. He, he does the one in Destin. He takes teams, all teams, foreign trips. He's been in basketball for, for 35, 40 years, and he got sick. He called me Monday, and I talked to him, and he said, he said I said, what's going on, Maury? He said, I don't feel good. I've, I've just been rushed to, to critical care in Knoxville, Tennessee. I tested positive for the, for the virus, uh, took a turn for the worse, put the central line in, and he's fighting for his life in Knoxville, uh, hospital now so the basketball people a lot of people know uh he's had some progress right now they gave him that new drug so you know that's you start getting hit by this virus and you know you know with people close to you and uh so Maury hanks is another one like gray we sure appreciate everybody keeping those guys in their prayers yep absolutely and we'll be thinking about those guys like we said we're going to put the uh the link to the to the fundraiser for gray in, in our show notes and hopefully that'll reach more people but coach uh we always enjoy catching up with you like we said i know we're all just kind of sitting around trying to, to find things to do right now so i know you're busy trying to, to recruit and all that so i appreciate you taking the time and look forward to talking to you again here soon all right great show man thanks for having me thanks. on all right, that was the conversation with Ole Miss head coach Kermit Davis, and uh, great, great stuff from him as always. And like we said, I'm gonna uh, we did this for the Marching to Madness podcast. Also going to do this uh, for the Locked On SEC one here. Uh, I'm gonna put in the show notes uh, the uh, the GoFundMe uh, for Gray Spencer, and uh, you know if you're someone that can that can help out, uh, great. If not, if you want to share it with someone else, uh, that would be awesome. I know they've raised, uh, I think it's close to getting close to $8,000 thus far uh, of their $10,000 goal. So I'm going to put that in the show notes and uh, feel free to share that uh, with anyone that may be able to help uh, or to donate uh, there for that. So, but thanks again to Ole Miss head coach Kermit Davis for joining us on the podcast and uh, be sure you're subscribed. Head over to any podcast app you use, just search for Locked on SEC. Uh, and again, if you enjoy the show, take a few seconds, leave a nice five-star rating review. That just helps the show reach more people. Uh, for everything else, you can follow me on Twitter at the Blake Level. And uh, as we continue to say, if you're excited for the upcoming NFL draft and want some great coverage, uh, just tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on NFL Draft for great NFL draft coverage. But uh, thanks as always for listening, and I'll talk to you guys next time here on the Locked on SEC podcast as part of Locked On Podcast Network.